Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. Agnes Hewitt. Um, I've been drinking goat kefir every morning. <laughs> so oh, that's nice. <laughs> How is it? You know, it's actually pretty good. I mean, it's not it, if it, it's not good. I mean, it's not good. Like, it doesn't taste good. It's it's extremely sour, and it tastes like I mean, it tastes like melted goat cheese. That's uh, nice good i guess i don't know if i'd want to drink it yeah it's like but it really feels like oh i'm you know a greek peasant living off the land yeah. i'm really tending to my gut microbiome yeah i feel very healthy i feel it definitely feels like it works more than just taking like a probiotic pill for sure yeah yeah um but yeah i'm doing that in the morning and then i'm doing my magnesium glycogen at night um which supposedly promotes relaxation and joint and bone health based yeah, on of course it's these, working right i got yeah i don't know i don't know we'll see these internet freaks sure think it's working well if the freaks say it works yeah i mean if you catch me like it. going out in the sun all day without sunscreen or like they're also and i've heard this they're also really into the guys are really into like sunning their taint and their balls is like a really big deal for them <laughs> they need to just why because they don't get enough sun i mean look i think it's like they think it's like this mystical like it's the source of their power as a man and so they need to like recharge or something i really i don't think that they say that explicitly but it's based in some i mean these people are the most misogynistic people i've ever i mean i I haven't met them, but they are so misogynistic. They are so racist. They are extremely transphobic, homophobic. They're truly horrible people. Wait, did and and they say these things like on oh, Twitter? One, well, see, the problem with Twitter is like you start following one or two of these guys, and then it'll be like based on your likes, and then yeah. you'll just see the most horrific 
like violent bullshit on your feed. So I kept, I just started like reporting people. So you're like dancing with the devil. Like, you're, I, yeah. You're Cause it's like, I started, them. you know, following, Oh, like, like seed oil free restaurants or like cooking with Chris or whatever. And then I get this, like these like white supremacists who I don't even want to say what they're saying, but it's like, yeah. it's horrible shit about, um, a lot about like, 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 like specifically about trans people or like, like racist shit. And then I was like, oh God, I'm going to like respond to them. But then I'm like, what is this? Gonna, this is really not going to be productive conversation. So then mm -hmm. I just, I just reported them to Twitter and we'll see what happens. Okay, well, this sounds like a really good diet. <laughs> yeah, really yeah, yeah. And yet, and yet I completely, they have horrific views on everything. And yet I, uh, with health, I, I completely buy what they're selling. Yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, this sounds like, um, that and that uh, New York Times podcast rabbit hole where the kid was like, I just started out playing video games and then I ended up joining the alt right. Yeah, then I started watching ContraPoints and I stopped being alt right. It's definitely <laughs> that's the whole story. I, I do have enough faith in my own sort of autonomy and my own sort of values that I I really I mean, hey, you know, we're all witness to this it's, you know, you and all of our listeners can hold me accountable, but I really, I really am pretty confident that I'm not going to go down some sort of horrible alt-right rabbit hole. Okay. Goop yourselfers. It's, <laughs> we have a job to keep Brian tethered to the ground and yeah. not let him become a Nazi because of his diet, because of his Nazi diet. I mean, I feel like there is something really disturbing with like all of the paleo people, just like because there's this like traditionalist, like kind of like uh, current that runs through the whole thing. And the idea that you're eating the way that your grandparents supposedly ate, which like most, which is also stupid because like most of us knew our grandparents until we were like, at least in our 30, like my grandmother, my last grandparent speak died when yourself. I was like we die 35. young in my family. What? I said, speak for yourself. We die young in my family. Oh, really? Well, I'm sorry to hear that. But I, I, I just feel like my grandparents, like they weren't like out, like tilling the soil and like planting like well, their it's own great lettuce. Grandparents. It's great. They were like literally eating fucking cottage cheese yeah, and yeah. jarred borscht until the day that they died. And they're the first generation that died of heart disease and melanoma and and strokes and all that stuff because they were the first generation. No, my grandma themselves. lived to be 90. She didn't die of melanoma or a stroke. Well, she probably wasn't eating too many seed oils then. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying is like this thing of like eat like your grandparents is just not, is just stupid because it's yeah. like my grandparents didn't eat, like my grandparents were like relatively modern people. Like they went to the supermarket and stuff. No, and I think that's, I mean, that that's the idea of like this sort of yeah pre-industrialization and processing of food, which I, and I guess I do believe it to some extent because I, I mean, I think that most Americans do eat like disgusting processed food and I, that has to correlate somewhat with the rise in chronic diseases and obesity and all that stuff. Like it has to. You well, don't it doesn't believe that? have to. Well, okay. I pretty, it, like the, the anecdotal evidence is is striking and again maybe you know correlation isn't causation but the fact that 
seed oils started appearing around the 1970s, right when the spike of obesity, melanoma, all cancers really started happening. It's like raised like 2000% from the early 1970s to today. I mean, that's a lot. But um, I do, I, I think philosophically these people, because yeah, it is, it is, it, it all goes back to the root of, of, um, of a philosophical conservatism, meaning that like the past was better than the present. So their worldview, yeah. their social views um, are in tandem with their nutritional views, which, which makes sense. And it's also this weird, like white Eurocentric stuff that's like, yeah. that's like our, I don't know, they're really into like living off the land. And some of it is not explicitly racist, but it's definitely implicitly racist the way that they talk. Well, it's, yeah, like I think I talked like a couple weeks ago about like Tim Ferriss talking about who like, and I'm not trying to say that he, like, as I said then, and I'll repeat it, like I'm not accusing him of anything. He, as far as I know, he's never said anything like racist or whatever, but like his book where he just talks about, um, like not eating fruit or like not eating fruit in the winter because like our ancestors didn't and like it's obvious who he's speaking to like our ancestors like we're living in like the frigid temperatures of like eastern europe or whatever yeah. just like very like as if everybody has the exact same yeah. ancestors that would read that book i just i mean there's that like element to it and there's like i i do kind of think like the fear of maybe not seed oils but like the general fear of like carbohydrates and, and fruit especially is like, can sort of be like a little bit Eurocentric. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's interesting. Cause like the, the, the seed oil free people are definitely like a off branch of sort of paleo culture, yeah. but the big difference is yeah. The pay, like strict paleo people don't eat any grains that were discovered or cultivated after agriculture which is like truly crazy so like i think it's the difference dumb. is the paleo people are like eat like we did five thousand years ago whereas the seed oil people are like eat like we did a hundred years ago right and like i feel like if anything i mean i do feel like the seed oil people are more right than the paleo people i mean just if you're talking about like life expectancy like life expectancy has obviously gone up as history progresses but like I do feel like it might be hitting well we talked about this last week but like I don't know if people are dying younger because they're like literally committing suicide or they're all addicted to drugs or if it's because of the seed oils yeah. <laughs> but like <laughs> you might as well I guess cut the seed oils if you think uh, it's gonna kill you yeah I mean like that's the thing it's like I know they're not good for me like you know what I mean? So it's, and, and, and it is sort of like, you know, maybe seed oils are terrible for you, or maybe it's just sort of in general, you know, processed packaged food and fried food is bad for you. And if you're eliminating the seed oils, you're basically eliminating most packaged well, food and most fried food. So yeah, that's what I think it is. But I also think that my, I have like a deeply sick philosophy, which is like, I think that Okay. Now I really wish this was a Patreon. I don't think it is. Right. No, this is a free one. Okay. But, whatever. You know, I, say what you want. I think that we are told that we need to eat more calorie. Okay. And I'm not saying that anyone should have an eating disorder and I'm not saying that you should under eat. I'm really not saying that. All I'm saying is 
we're supposed to eat a lot of calories in a day on like USD, whatever, a, whatever it is like guidelines. Like if you were like, let's go back, like not to be a paleo, not to be a bigot, but like, if we go back to, if you're like living, you know, off the fat of the land or whatever, and you like, you might not be able to eat like three square meals a day and you would probably be fine. Like, well, that's sort of the whole IF philosophy and the sort of calorie restriction philosophy that say that like eating restricted calorie diets gives you like a longer life expectancy. And I kind of agree with that. Like I've been eating pretty, like, I think I eat, like, I've been doing like a lot of calorie restriction, but like canceled, not in a way that I think is unhealthy. I mean, I talked about the, you know, I do like, I mean, Dr. Walter Longo wrote a whole book about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I don't know. I feel like when you're doing these like prolon type cleanses every month or whatever, you just start to look at food differently and you're like, that's like three meals a day is a lot. And like, yeah, I got, I mean, I'm just like hungry for like, I, I don't know, maybe that is my, my, the sort of culture of, of plenty that I've been raised in. I feel like it's a culture of consumerism. That's like, Oh, you need to eat so much fucking food. Like, well, why? Well, like if I, so like, if I eat less than X amount of food and I won't say what that X is, I'm going to what die. I well, if I eat when I'm hungry and I stop when I'm full and I like, don't eat at these like meal times that someone said I had to eat at like what I'm going to fucking kill. No, over. If you're, if you're not hungry, then you shouldn't eat that. I think that's totally healthy. I think for me, I, I'm, I do get hungry three times a day. I know. So like, if you don't, that's like good for you. Um, but I also do think like calorie restrict, extreme calorie restriction, restriction and sort of bouncing back and forth between eating a lot and then, and then not eating. I think that probably can like fuck up your metabolism long-term rather than sort of being steady about it. I think like you should I don't think so I well I mean yeah like you shouldn't go on like these like huge like binge restrict cycles if you're like if you're like killing yourself to do it but I do think it's natural like I feel like I can be like pretty restrictive sometimes and then like on a weekend or whatever when it's like socially I want to like fit in and participate or like I mean I think it makes sense like okay there's like a feast day and a fast day like no yeah how how does it not track it makes sense to me. And I also think that all the metabolism stuff is bullshit. You think? Yeah. I don't think, I think that the starvation, what's it called? Starvation mode or whatever. Mm-hmm. No. That's just big it. agriculture telling you to shovel more garbage in your face. Yeah. That's, that's people at trying to sell you diet books and be like, Oh no, you actually have to eat six times a day. Otherwise you're going to, well, that's six times a day is crazy too. Or whatever they say. Three. Most people say three or even two. Like some people, I'm a breakfast person, but I totally, if you're not a breakfast person, more power to you. 
I do find it like psychologically difficult to end the day without some sort of like meal, um, which I would like to, I think I'm going to stop eating dinner. I feel like dinner is like the psychological hurdle that I need to get over. But yeah, I think just not eating dinner is like, you, I feel like your day is just not complete. Like, I think that's, that goes across all cultures and time periods is like gathering around and sharing a meal. Like, I don't think there's nothing paleo and there's nothing Lindy about skipping dinner. I agree. I'm well, I'm not paleo or Lindy. So I, that's, you're you're a futurist. The future is no dinner. Well, I just feel like I feel like my day isn't complete if I haven't had dinner, even if I'm not hungry at dinner, because like, sometimes I have lunch really late. Like sometimes I don't eat and then I just eat at like four o'clock and that's like the only time I eat. Oh yeah. And if you're not hungry for dinner, God bless you again. I don't think I've ever not been hungry for dinner in my life. But it's like a psychological thing, you know, where I'm like, oh, I have to like, you know, put a cap on this day or like, it's like a signal to my brain. Like, okay, the days, like I can close the laptop. I can get in the kitchen. I can like whip some, like, you know what I mean? And it's nice and relaxing, but like, is there a way, is there something else I could do? This is going to be my little project. No, no one project do it, is to start skipping dinner. Great. Yeah. Well, I mean, skipping breakfast is a walk in the park, but skipping dinner is mm-hmm. a whole thing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Not for me. Um, but to each his own, I go insane if I even skip one meal. So but maybe that's that's my conditioning. Who knows? But weren't you trying to do IF? I thought you were doing Yeah, but I do a very moderate. I try not to eat. Well, I was actually pretty good about not eating between like 6.30 p.m. and like 10 a.m. But now that I have tennis like three to four times a week, I do have dinner those nights after eight because I yeah. um and I and I still I still try not to eat breakfast before 10, but which is still like fine. But I guess I could be like try to move that to 11 or 12 if I really wanted to Um, why like what's the point of doing that supposedly it just I don't know sparks your metabolism and uh and your body is like totally like has like a period of rest and is not digesting things constantly is the idea yeah Um, I mean, like everything, like all these things, it's basically about losing weight, even though they won't say it. Yeah, I know. They're all about losing weight. Yeah. Um, wait, speaking of losing weight, this isn't really a good transition, but should we talk about the Oscars a little bit? Uh, well, yeah, you're, uh, champing at the bit to talk about those Oscars. Um, I am. (laughs) That's the first thing you mentioned to me that you were obsessed with the slap all week. Yeah, I couldn't like I couldn't stop thinking about it. I well, so yeah, let's set the scene. Uh Agnes came over to my humble abode to watch the Oscars last week. And we were, you know, drinking a little wine, um, having a little food, and sort of, you know, it's the Oscars. So they're sort of boring and you're just sort of half watching them. And then we were doing face masks. Oh, right. We were doing face masks. And then we see like Chris Rock goes up does this thing and you I'm sort of half paying attention and like Will Smith I guess is going up and then I just assumed it was a bit and then the, the audio goes out so I'm like oh are they swearing like what's going on yeah and then and then we were we sort of started looking we're like oh this is then we started looking on Twitter and just like having an absolute meltdown I um 
got up to leave because my um, timer went off to watch my mask off. And I was like, oh, I want to hear Chris Rock. And then I was like, he, the slap thing happened. And I was like, this is so stupid. I can't watch this. Like I had like secondhand embarrassment for like how dumb of a joke it was. And it absolutely shocked me when I found out that it was real. And then I just proceeded to spend the next like 48 hours, just reading basically every single hot take and scream laughing at all of them. Cause I thought they were all so stupid and I, but I couldn't stop reading them. Yeah. I was obsessed. I was like, the world has gone totally mad. And I just, I still kind of can't believe it happened. I think, I do think it's like the most shocking thing that's ever happened at the Oscars. Oh, for sure. It might be one of the like more shocking things that's ever happened on live television. I just couldn't, I mean, just that it was like Chris Rock and Will Smith. Yeah. Like two, I mean, like older, I mean, Will Smith, especially, but both of them have reputations for being just like very chill I mean Will Smith is not chill in his like career ambitions but like you never Will Smith is someone who you would just never assume would ever get into a fight or get physical he's like anything. a low controversy yeah, celebrity yeah, absolutely uh, beloved and like completely self-aware of his image you just wouldn't think that anyone like Will Smith similar to like Tom Cruise or whatever would ever allow themselves to be out of control like that which is sort of what was fascinating to me and then also sort of the the um the like hot takes and sort of the conspiracy theories about like Jada being behind it and like Will Smith. Well, there's like now, yeah, there's like the new angle where Jada is laughing. Oh, I didn't see that. I was just like that, that, that Will Smith was laughing at the joke, but then when he saw Jada's reaction, he knew that she was really hurt by it. And he felt like he needed to prove something to her rather than being sort of organically angry at the joke to begin with. I feel like this is just like a really good, great moment for like all of our, you know, autoimmune disease adult <laughs> women. Yeah. And of course, all the anti-seed oil people just think Hollywood is like a cesspool and like literally the devil. And they just, mm-hmm. they still think it's all fake, that it was all for ratings, even though that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, but I do it. I just don't think that, um, anybody has the wherewithal to pull off a, a fake that good. For no, 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 no. Um, but I wish it, I wish it would. And it's like, I do feel like all of the autoimmune disease talk has just made me think about goop and, um, we don't, that's one that we never have talked about on goop. Oh, oh alopecia. Um, yeah, goop doesn't, it is interesting. I wonder, because I actually know a couple people in my life that have alopecia and it's, it really sucks. Like it is, it's shitty. Like it's, it would be like traumatic if you're, you know, losing all your hair suddenly. So I, I, I do think that that is, I could see how um, Jada would be really self-conscious about it, except I'm sorry, but like, she's always had a buzz cut, right? Like for like 30 years, she's had the same hairdo. I thought she always had it short. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like, always been short. Sure. Yeah. I guess not a complete buzz cut, but like, I, and I guess I don't like pay to, I don't watch like red table talk or whatever. So I had no idea that she had alopecia, but do you think, do you think Chris Rock knew that she had alopecia and was really trying to dig at them? Or was it just a, an innocent GI Jane joke? Um, I'm assuming it was just, I don't think he knew she had alopecia. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. I don't, 
I don't know. I, I doubt it. I mean, I don't think that he meant to like traumatize her to the point that like Will Smith would need to come and like hit him. And there would no. be like, a well, cause the thing is these Oscar, ju- these Oscar monologues and stuff, they're all sort of roasting people in like, and there's certain, I mean, I guess you could always say that like people cross a line or whatever, but like, I don't know. I just feel like, and I'm not a big celebrity, so I don't know what it feels like, but I sort of feel like if you're that privileged, and that famous, you sort of have to develop a very thick skin in general. And like the Oscars are like a very safe space to use that, use that lovely term. Uh-huh. Like it's like, it's all these rich fucking assholes together. Or you're not in any, I don't know. It just seemed like whatever the take is. And I realize that like people, some people say that people shouldn't have an opinion about this, but like slap, like, and it's not assault or whatever. It's literally, it's not a big deal. It's slap, but it's still like crazy. And like to to, I, to act like it's not crazy is in it in and of itself crazy. I actually think it's a really big deal. I don't know. I mean, I think slapping someone is like a huge deal. Like I mean, if I ever saw someone get slapped in front of me for real, I mean, I would be like, if I, like, I would never be friends with that person again. I would be like appalled if that happened in front of me. If someone slapped someone. Yeah. I don't, I've seen people get into like fights and stuff at bars or whatever, but I don't think I've ever been in like a group of friends where like someone slaps someone. If someone made a comment and then someone walked up and slapped them, I would be like, okay, that person's crazy. Like if that happened in my life, it would be, and it would totally be a big deal. Yeah. And if someone slapped me, I would be like freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I just thought that like everybody's, I mean, I thought everybody's reaction was, I just, I really love it when something stupid happens and then the cultural, whatever conversation escalates to these like life defining terms that are just like, so beyond the pale. I just, I always just sit back and have a laugh, but I can't stop it which is kind of what they want. You know, they just want attention. People just want attention when they're like tweeting this stuff. And I'm like silently giving it to them from the sidelines and just like wondering, like, do you really think that? Or are you just talking? I can't tell. I don't know. I don't know what is performative and disingenuous and what is real. Like when like Wanda Sykes and Amy Schumer came out and said that they were traumatized. I'm like, okay, this seems like a little, this seems like pretty strong language. But then again, like you said, it is, it's like your event. I could see how you'd be really pissed off. Um, I think people just have different reactions to something like that. Like I, like I wouldn't be pissed off. I would, I mean, I would be like very, I would be like very maybe like traumatized or something. Like I would be like, just, I don't know. Like there's just something like just gross about it, you know, like hitting it's just like oh like and that like everybody just that like someone when someone does something that like totally takes all of the energy of the room and like focus and puts it on them and like changes the mood to like match their mood because like they're upset so then like everybody has to be as upset as them Mm -hmm. I get this like I just have these like red alert like get out get away from them yeah yeah um but that said, like, I don't, I, that's not going to stop me from like laughing when, who was the person who was like, imagine if it was Betty White, was that a joke? I, that, I saw that too. I don't remember who it was. I 
sort of think it had to have been a joke, but, but no, I no, think that they first were one. Like, they were like Betty White, like anyone could die from like hitting their head, like Betty White, or like obviously Bob Saget, which is like oh, so fucked up for someone to say, horrible. because like it just fucking happened, and like that's not how Betty White died. It's like people online are just so I just like stupid, you know, like they're just like yeah. pulling stuff from the ether and like cobbling it together to like make an opinion. I know. I, yeah, we'll see. And then uh, there are the reports that like the Academy asked Will Smith to leave. And then there was conflicting reports saying that they wanted to ask him to leave, but they actually didn't ask him to leave. What do you think should be the consequence for Will? I don't know. Not that, like, I think, I do think he's like learned his lesson. <laughs> Maybe that's naive, mm-hmm. but like, I do that. May Okay, fine. Like a temporary suspension from the Academy for a year or two years or something. I don't know. It's like, I really, I, I agree with you that it is like, it is a crazy thing to see on live television, but like, we don't know. There's a lot of things that we don't know. And so I, and I'm sort of against like overly punitive actions in general. Um, I think that as a lot of people have said, a lot of other Academy members have done a lot worse things in this world. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think there really needs to be any punishment, honestly. I'm being honest do you think chris deserved it no i don't think that either of course not like he told a, I think a pretty like benign joke especially if he didn't know about the alopecia which i don't think chris rock like i don't think celebrities pay attention to other celebrity gossip you know what i mean i mean is it even uh, yeah i mean like, like I, I don't think chris rock is enough. listening to like jada's fucking facebook live show or whatever um, so, so no chris rock of course he didn't deserve it like it, he it was a very minor joke that wasn't even it, it yeah so like of course not I kind of think it's like a compliment I mean I guess I know that's not how he meant it but like if I shaved my head and Chris Rock was like G.I. Jane I would be like thank you I yeah. would think he was being nice because he she was wearing camo like was she no yeah, she, was she was wearing, wearing green like, yeah but like a camo type of green it wasn't like an army fatigues but it was like of that in that color family okay I think. I mean, I, I assume that that's part of the reason why he said G.I. Jane was because she looked like that. Huh, but maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like um, there's, there's been a lot. And I think they're just really touchy about everything in their lives. And it's like this, they're they're sort of performatively really um, open about their unconventional marriage and all this stuff. But obviously there's a lot of things that they are very private about that they will never talk about. And I think they're both two deeply, deeply weird people. Are who, they like closet Scientologists? That's what I always hear. Yeah, that's the rumor is that like they, I mean, apparently they were approached for years to join Scientology and then they never officially did, but but like picked up a lot of their sort of beliefs and practices. And um, I think they, yeah, it's like this combination of probably some Scientology and like weird new age stuff. And then just like typical rich person bullshit you know both of their kids were like completely homeschooled they're they seem to be like a little crazy in that hollywood way but like not harmful to people i don't know well a little harmful the willow and Jaden. oh no i meant like will and jada oh well, sure i mean or will I, and jada. but it's will like and jada, yeah. i think yeah i don't know i do want to give I don't, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't hold this against Wilson. I do think like it is crazy to slap someone in public like that, but also like, 
everyone goes crazy once or twice in their lives. And so like, I don't think that he should be, I don't think he should be like shunned from society or whatever. But what if you were Chris Rock? How would you feel then? I would, I would have been shocked in the moment. And then maybe I would have been a little angry, but I think by now I would have been like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened to me. That's like crazy. And sort of look back on it a little fondly of like, cause like no one actually got hurt. So like, it's, it's just like, it's just like a crazy story to tell. Like, oh, I got slapped. Well, he doesn't have to tell any, everybody knows. Well, everyone knows, but like, yeah, I don't, I don't think I would be angry at Will Smith. See, I would definitely be like, I would be mortified. I would be so embarrassed. You'd be embarrassed to be slapped. Yeah. Really? I'm like getting like punished for being bad. But he didn't do anything wrong. Well, that's, but that's not what Will Smith, a lot of people think he did. Well, then, then, then you think, then you go into the, the, the rabbit hole of, of comedians need to censor themselves and shouldn't tell any jokes about someone's appearance, which I think is like a very stupid thing to say, because like literally 70% of jokes are about people's appearances. And that's just how it's going to be. Like you're, you're, you're like, like, there's a thing you don't want to be cruel to people, obviously. And like, and there's a a laziness sometimes. And I don't, I don't think that that was a great joke. Like it was a pretty like lazy mundane joke. It's like such a dated reference. Like such a dated reference. I don't think like most people under 30 would even know what that is. No, no, not at all. But like, I don't know, like I, this probably sounds horrible, but like fat jokes and gay jokes and bald jokes or whatever have been part of the fabric of society for thousands of years. And they're not going to stop now just because a certain segment of the population is like sensitive about it. Well, unless everybody gets a smack in the face. Yeah, but yeah I guess so. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> but like, I don't like, there's a, there's a way to do things smart and there's a way to do things lazy, but I don't think, I don't think jokes about appearances in and of themselves is like a, a horrendous, um, like a horrendous act of cruelty, especially yeah. when this person is extremely rich and privileged. It's, it's not really punching down. It's sort of like punching across. If it was just a random lady in the audience with alopecia, that's a completely different story. And right. Which horrible. it wasn't. I mean, yeah, I think that's yeah. like the point, like yeah. the, the whole point of these like stupid bit, which is like, they're always so uncomfortable. Like there's never been a funny joke at the Oscars or like any awards yeah. show. They're always like mortifying. I hate them all. But like the, um, the whole idea is that like the comedian is like the proxy for the audience, like the poor, like schlub on the outside who's in this room, who's like gonna like take all these like fancy celebrities down a peg. And like, it kind of makes it more bearable for the people watching TV. Like, that's what I always kind of thought was the like cultural point of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which like may or may not be good. It's just kind of like how things are. Um, but like, I feel like, yeah, like it's kind of like the point of the show is to like make fun of the celebrity. I mean, like, yeah, I don't exactly. know. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, Ricky Gervais or any of these roasts, like, I, I don't know that. Yeah. That's what these things are. I mean, you don't, it's a balance and people have different tastes and humor. And so like, I, I didn't particularly like all the, I thought lazy jokes about how like boring power of the dog was at the Oscars. Cause it's like, I think that's a, like a lazy joke. And like, it's just sort of like self-defeating when you're trying to celebrate movies and then you're saying how boring, like I, but I'm not going to be like offended by it. 
It's just hacky. Yeah, it's just hacky. Because they think it's because they're like, with Power of the Dog, for some reason, people are like, this movie is really hard to understand and slow and complicated, which like, it's really not. No. But like they, and I seriously doubt that like the Oscar hosts had a difficult, who like work in the industry had trouble understanding that movie. But they just think that the people who watch movies are so stupid, Stupid, which they may be right because like we saw the fan favorite or whatever, but they're like, they're so stupid that like, we need to like show that we get it. So, I mean, that's what it is. And that's the same thing with making fun of Jada or anybody like, oh, the people at home are so jealous and stupid and like, they wish they were us. So like, we have to make jokes about how like, we're all so stupid and we also hate each other too. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is bad for the the normies at home like us who have to like watch it on tv because like it's sort of like even if they're pretending not to it's kind of like a psychological power play to keep us in our place sure (laughs) at the end of the day but like i don't know i i think i i still think the oscars are a fun time even though each actual oscar shows is always like a complete disaster i will always watch them yeah i still look forward to it every year i'm always going to watch them um I think it is like, even though it is, it's a very like self-loathing of event usually, like it is sort of the only mainstream um, television event that's like actually celebrating art in this country. And I, uh, you know, and it is what it is. So it's like. <sighs> I mean, I definitely enjoy it. I hope it never ends. Um, but real quick. We talked about it for a lot, but yeah. I I wanted to know if you had a best and or worst dressed. Oh gosh, I wasn't paying that much attention. I do in my just sort of first first thought. I I thought uh, Jessica Chastain and Lupita Nyong'o both looked amazing. Yeah, um, those were probably my best. I don't wait. There was oh. Tracy Ellis Ross was maybe my worst. I agree. Tracy, a lot of people think that she was like best, but like, I thought that dress didn't fit her. No, it was too small. It, it, yeah, it just didn't, I don't know. She's a beautiful woman, but it just was, uh, it was ill-fitting and, I agree, unfortunately, because I love her. Yeah. But my best was probably Zendaya and Tiffany Haddish. Oh, Tiffany Haddish. Was, I don't, I remember seeing Zendaya in the audience, but I don't remember actually what her dress looked like. Zendaya looked great. And then also, um, who else did I like? Oh, I also like Jessica Chastain. Um, and, and then I didn't, and it pains me to say it, but like, I didn't really like the, uh, Kristen Stewart, Chanel shorts thing. Oh, that, yeah. I feel like, I think it's cool. Like, I feel like if you weren't paying attention to any sort of celebrity fashion for the past 10 years, it would have been like a cool thing to see. But Kristen Stewart has worn that type of outfit so many times over the years that it wasn't, it wasn't shocking or it wasn't like a new look for her. I just thought that she'd been bringing it so hard, like all awards season, I guess when she, it felt like she'd given up, like she was going to everything else, like looking like the, like the front runner and wearing these like gorgeous dresses. And then like, by the time the Oscars rolled around, I think everybody kind of thought that Jessica was going to win. And it just sort of felt like defeated. Like Mm. I'll just wear these shorts. (laughs) shorts. Well, yeah. Cause she, she like really glammed up her look this whole campaign season. Yeah, And she does, she more than anyone else, she can do sort of 
really feminine and then she can do like more androgynous and she sort of looks good and everything. Oh, she totally looks great. Yeah. Androgynous. I'm not saying it wasn't that it was just the, like the short, I just the yeah. shorts of it. Of course. Um, Jen Gunter not only liked that outfit, of but she asked on Twitter if she could pull that outfit off. Bitch. No, you fucking can't. First of all, just no. Second if Kristen of all, Stewart can't pull it off, Jen Gunter, holy shit. What is the fuck think are you thinking? No, no. And also, you know, she would wear that. First of all, she's going to like go to Old Navy or something and buy yeah. a pair of fucking like, like black shorts. And then she's going to pair them with like her hideous goddamn $8 million boomer heels that look like shit. Which yeah, is what her she like wears. vegan leather four inch platforms made in whatever like that Slovenia. brand is that she yeah. likes boogle goobles or whatever boogle doogles i hate she's always the worst dress on my life she's yeah i mean she wasn't at the oscars but she's no and she never worst will dress. be <laughs> but she was the whatever she was wearing it was the worst thing yeah. that anyone in the world was wearing. worst dressed worst lentils worst oh she made another curry this week that apparently Jen adjacent said was good enough to share the recipe on the Vagenda. So we'll be getting her. The what? Her Substack is called the Vagenda. You didn't know that? Wait, she seems like the type of person who would be boycotting Substack. She does seem, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, well, I am not a subscriber to the Vagenda. I am a free subscriber, of course. Oh, you are. Yeah, I signed up. I just want to, I, you know, I need to keep keep abreast of all the comings and goings of her disgusting life. I only follow Dr. Jenna Jason. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that gives me enough. That's like following Brad Pitt in Fight Club and not following Ed Norton. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, isn't that the one, that's the one everybody followed. Maybe Jen will finally accept the fact that she has this masculine side of her and will come out as non-binary. Yeah. And then wear those fucking Kristen Stewart shorts for the rest of her life. Exactly. I mean, she, there's something going on. I've, I, there's something going on with this Dr. Jenna Jason thing and whatever it is, it's deeply disturbing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I but I do want to make you told me about these lentils and I Yeah, didn't. yeah, I was going to make them this week. I was going to make a lot of things this week. I was going to make these lentils. I was going to make the goop um arroz con pollo, which mm. my ingredients from Thrive Market didn't come in time. The package was delayed. I finally got it yesterday and it was all my hue cookie or hue crackers were all opened. I think like a rat got in there or something. Ew. My, well, I don't know. It I don't think a really but it was like it was damaged. Everything was damaged. So I, big news, everyone. I swiftly canceled my Thrive Market subscription. Wow, the, that didn't last very long. End of an era. Well, I needed, I needed to cancel within 30 days if I was going to get my money back. So I, I made I made a swift decision and they tried to get me back. They, but they didn't, it didn't work. And I think, I do think it's a good service, especially if you live in like a smaller area or like a rural area where it's harder to get like these like insane brands of food. Mm-hmm. But if you're here in LA, I have, you know, I have two Whole Foods within a mile from me. I have an Erewhon. I have, it's like, there's no reason to have. Yeah. I kind of think it's unnecessary. Like it's pretty easy to find this stuff everywhere, yeah. but um, I guess sometimes you get deals, right? It's like a little, yeah, a little bit, but I, sometimes it'll be like, oh, you know, 59 cents off Siete chips or something. But if you're paying either $5 a month or $60 a year, I 
really don't think it adds up to that much savings. Yeah. Or if you're like me and have been paying $60 a year for the last five years and have used it three times, then it's really not paying for itself. But You're a a Thrive Market charter member. There's just something wrong with me where it's like, I have to be a member of everything, even if I don't use it. Well, that's actually good to know because next time I need some... um, some weird stuff that I can't find anywhere. I can just use your account. Yeah, you can use my account. I got you. Don't we have a family account of Thrive Market. Yeah, exactly. Everybody use my Thrive Market account. Mm-hmm. Um, I want it to know that it's going to good use. Yeah, yeah. And, and you, so you figured out you had a Thrive Market account. One, have you actually bought anything since you remembered? Well, I knew that I, I knew that I had it. it. I was like, because otherwise, um, it wouldn't let me browse as much as I do. It doesn't let you browse at all. I'm already, Um, I thought that they would let me go to the end of the month. At least I was locked out immediately. Yeah. They don't fuck around. They don't play around. Um, but no, because I, I just don't think I need anything. Like I just, but you, but you refuse to cancel it. I should just cancel it, I guess, because like, like you said, like, I can't get everything I need on Thrive Market. There's always going to be stuff that I have to go to the regular grocery store. Oh yeah. You can't get produce. You can't get meat. You can't get any of that stuff. And like most of these things I can get at the grocery store. So like, there's no, I don't really understand why I need to buy it from two different places. Like, yeah, I guess if I lived somewhere like rural and I wanted to be, and like, I was some like trad wife to like a primal misogynist on Yeah, Twitter. who's gonna like beat you if you don't get your like your I'd be like, I'll get the kettle meat. and fire, I'll find a way to get the bone broth. Yeah. Um, I would do it, but like all of these brands that I'm looking at, you know, they're all they sell them all at my Ralph's. Yeah. So I just don't even No, there's really no point. There's no point. Um but I do, I have been really wanting to try the Simple Mills cheddar crackers. Those look so good to me. Oh, are they like wisps? They're just made of cheese? No, they're like almond flour oh, cheeses. Almond flour. Simple okay. Mills does like grain-free crackers. Ooh, that sounds good. Um, and I always almost buy them, but it's like, I won't let myself buy two things like that. I can either get tortilla chips Siete, of course, mm-hmm. or those. And I always go with the chips because I love them. Yeah, so. those siete. Oh my God. Have you ever had Siete cookies? Oh no. Are those, I those know. are, I got the um, Mexican wedding Siete cookies. Mm-hmm. They're so fucking good. Really? They're so good. They're like, okay. I, I ate too many of them. Um, Maybe I'll try them. It's like almond flour and, you know, coconut. It's all the same shit. I'm sure again, it's probably not good for you. It's still like very calorically dense. It's, it's probably just a little bit better for you than eating a regular cookie, but yeah, well at least, yeah. Cause at least it's like, whatever it does for you. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm like that too. Don't get me wrong. Like every, I, there is no traditional flour in my home. There is only like cassava flour and almond flour. Oh, interesting. And I do have milk. traditional flour. Cause I do in my baked goods. I don't bake that often, but when I do, I like a these are you know, purely for binding, binding, which I also never do, but in case I ever need it, sure, I it's have there. It. Uh, um, I did make, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast, but a couple of weeks ago, I made a um, preserved lemon olive oil cake from New York Times mm. that 
of course, seed oil free. Very, very good. Very good. Highly recommend. I do want to know these seed oil free restaurants you're getting Rex for. Uh, oh, the restaurants? There's really not that many seed oil free. Oh, I just thought you said that you were following someone for seed oil free restaurants. And oh, the yeah. They, it's, they, it's in a, a very beta stage. There is like a seed oil free restaurant Twitter account, but they only have, it's like, they only have like four restaurants and they're all in like Waco, Texas, wherever this person lives. It's just like, I called like, you I'm know, obsessed with this. Also, fish I, fry and they use olive oil or whatever. Oh my God. I must say, and I do, I, I know that we've been talking a lot, but like, I'm just going to drop this. Cause look, I'm not an anti-paleo person. I do like the low carb life and I do approve of seed oil free lifestyle. Um, and I'm sort of dancing. I'm thinking about maybe possibly doing after my next round of the longo diet, hopping on a whole 30. I'm thinking about it. I vowed to never do it again because I think it has like some big problems, but I'm thinking about it. Namely vegetable oils are, well, you don't have the, they only allow, like they allow like certain vegetable oils be, because I can't really remember why, but they don't recommend them. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot that you can do to like achieve whole 30 without, um, like being like following everything, like super to the letter of like whatever, like the diet dogma says, but like, they definitely don't recommend seed oils and you don't have to do seed oil if you're doing it. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, with, thank God for the advent of avocado oil, because like it's a neutral oil that has a high smoke point. So any, any recipe that calls for any sort of seed oil, you can just use avocado oil. Yeah. And they pretty much always, like, if you like look at their recipes, like on their Instagram or like in their cookbooks or something, it's pretty much always like avocado or olive oil or coconut. Because I don't really. even really care about grain-free stuff, like siete or whatever. It's just that those are the only chips that you can buy that are fried in avocado oil. That aren't fried oh, see, vegetables. I'm like always kind of trying to like, and I don't really know why I'm trying to limit the grains, but I do feel like if I eat, like, I don't know why I just like feel like lighter and better, but it's probably all completely in my head. Because it's cassava. I mean, I know cassava is technically not a grain, but like, is it, it's still like a simple carb. Like it's not any better for you than like cornmeal or whatever, right? I, I don't know. I thought it was, but oh, maybe no. not. I don't really know. Cassava is so light. Yeah, it is light. Um, oh God, I love the spicy ones. I love the ranch ones. Um, I love, it's not Siete, but it's um, like, the, you know, that brand Lesser Evil. Yeah. That has um, like coconut fried spicy Cheetos. <laughs> They're so Yum. But yeah, again, all that stuff in moderation. All right, let's move. We uh, G- Gwyneth wasn't at the Oscars. She has no comments on the slap. She's keeping her little white mouth shut like we all should be. I opened, I tried to look up just to see like if she went to an after party or something or a viewing party. I just wanted to see a picture of her. If you Google Gwyneth Paltrow Oscars 2022, you literally get a picture mm-hmm. of Jessica Chastain. There's no, no. you can't, it's ungoogleable. Yeah. So there's no point in even trying. I don't think she posted anything on Instagram about it. Gwyneth and Brad aren't going to drive to Hollywood from Brentwood on a Sunday night to go to a stupid after party. I mean, she's been 
to the Oscar. Yeah, she's she's been there. She's done that. Uh, story. Shall we move on to the newsletters? Yeah. We've been yapping our jaws, yapping our maws. Slapping our gums. Yep, slapping our gums. <laughs> um, okay. okay. What was your best? Okay, so my best was the Kate Hudson smoothie article. I am... See, I'm constantly trying to be like, maybe I'll do this. Maybe I'll do that. But but I just said that I kind of wanted to do a whole 30, but like, I also really want to do like a really disturbing smoothie only detox. Oh my God. (laughs) And I, I'm just getting really back on the smoothie wagon, like wanting to try like all these new smoothies. I bought all these smoothie cookbooks that I'll talk about later. And I'm just basically looking to like make more smoothies at home in the coming weeks and months, especially as the weather gets warmer. Yeah. So I just really liked um, Kate Hudson, Kate Hudson, another woman who I am financially indebted to um, because of her uh, workout brand. Of course. Rihanna being another, um, neither of those products. I never actually go follow through with them. I never order them. I don't like them. I just have the subscription <laughs> just, in case I ever need it. You're just tithing. I'm just tithing to them. On the yeah. altars like, of Kate Hudson and Rihanna. They, yeah. Um, but there are three smoothies. So there's Kate Hudson smoothie lab, which is, that is sign me up, professor Hudson to be (laughs) your lab assistant. These pictures of her in her kitchen with her dumb little blender. Yeah. And they, they make a point. They're like the, like the coolest glowiest woman we know, Kate Hudson. It's like, people are, these people are obsessed with glowiness. I'm obsessed with glowiness as well. They're like, they want you to be like radioactive. I want to glow constantly. I fully understand and endorse the glow. Um, okay. All right. So Taco, maca, banana, gingerberry bliss, hydrating green goddess. These are the three. Half a banana, a teaspoon of maca powder, a teaspoon of MCT oil. Oh, do the anti-seed oil people like that? Uh, yeah, MCT, because MCT oil is, is, is coconut oil, basically, so. But the... Um, Oh, wait, I thought it was macadamia. No, it's, um, I think it's derived from, I think it, I don't know what they think of it because it is, I think it's like highly processed, but it is, I think it's derived from coconut oil as far as I know. But the, um, the keto people are like obsessed with MCT oil. Yeah, they put it in everything because they, they don't think you should ever eat anything unless it has like 5 million calories. Yeah, unless it's like filled with oil. Yeah. Keto, I, keto people, the, the seed oil people really make fun of keto people. Oh, interesting. Cause I would think there'd be like crossover. I mean, I'm sure there's a little crossover, but like the keto, cause the keto people are super into just anything that's full of fat and they don't yeah. really care what type of fat it is. So like, you know, yeah. seed oil people are, uh, are, are anti-bacon. They're reluctantly anti-bacon because pigs eat too many grains. Wow. And the, 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 uh, pig fat has too much, too many poofas. So that you only are supposed to get bacon if you buy from like a, a responsible farmer who I guess feeds their pigs grass, which I don't think pigs are even supposed to eat. Yeah. So they're not even doing like Peterson farms, like 
these like I think every once in a while they might but it, it's mostly just beef it's like ribeye it's like ribeyes every day um beef they they're really into beef bacon um they're really into like anything like bison buffalo uh you know even like um deer any any big cloven hooved mammal that eats grass they're into eating do they eat like organ meat yes oh tons of organ meat they love a lit well they say the thing is the thing is they say they eat a lot of organ meat but they're fucking you know normies from you know plano texas their wives aren't cooking you know raw livers every day so i think it's like in theory they love organ meat because they want to be cavemen but they're they're they have a very um limited palate i would say do you think that there's ever been a guy who's like crying over a plate of liver and finding out that he thought it tastes disgusting, but like he had to eat yeah, it? Yeah, oh, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure. Throwing it back. Um. All right, so she puts MCT. So I wouldn't put MCT oil in my smoothie. I would definitely put maca powder in it. Mm-hmm. Um. So what fat, if you're not doing MCT oil, do you do another fat? I don't think it's necessary. I would do a tablespoon of nutso, which is my new source of fat that I like. Like, I, I don't know. I like these other ones don't have fat, the gingerberry bliss, lemon, ginger, berries, beetroot, protein powder. I mean, the, if it's a complete protein, the powder, then won't it have like some element of fat in it so uh, that you can like, pro- like, don't you need like a little bit of fat to like process whatever? Maybe a eating? little bit, but I think those protein powders are pretty lean. It's just pretty much all protein, I believe. Well, oh, that's the only one that has fat in it. The other two don't. Yeah. That's if true. I wanted anything, I would put like a little bit of nut butter in, but I also like, I don't know. You got to be careful with that stuff. <laughs> I put a little bit in. But like, so these non-fat smoothies, you really could eat one of these smoothies and be like, oh, I'm full till lunch now. I guess you could. because you're. I probably, I mean, I might eat this at like one and then eat again at like four. Okay. Okay. Um. But, and then, but then the problem is then I would maybe eat again at like seven. And this is what I'm trying to, Mm -hmm. this is what I'm trying to, maybe I just need to have an early dinner. Yeah. That, I mean, that's what I always strive for now because of tennis, I can't really achieve it, but like, I love a good five 30 dinner and then calling it a day. Yeah. Maybe that's where I'll, we'll see, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, But yeah, this Um, kitchen looks fun. This was the thing I would try too, is the smoothies. Yeah. Specifically the gingerberry bliss one. That one looks really good. Um, I yeah, also, the gingerberry bliss one looks really good. This was my best. I just really liked it. Then Goop did their smoothies. Everybody talked about smoothies. <laughs> yeah, Caitlin has her triple berry smoothie. Um, this tahini one looks really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've never put tahini in a, in a smoothie before. That's actually a good, a good plan for like a, a fat in a smoothie is a little mm-hmm. tahini. I also do really love these Kate ones. A lot of them have um, coconut water as the liquid. Yeah. And I do think that that, especially if you don't want dairy and you don't want like a ton of nut milk, it's like a, it's like a good base is those, that coconut water. Cause it you get just a little bit of sweetness, a little bit of tropical flair, but it's not overpowering. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. What was your best? My best, oh, was the article entitled compression, electrical stimulation and massage for sore muscles and stiff joints. Oh God. Do you need it? Yeah, this is for, okay. This is for the real 
the real jocks that are listening right now, the real athletes. But um, as you know, you know, post-workouts can be a little painful if you're doing something high intensity um, that can cause damage to muscle fibers, inflammation and swelling, and massage and compression techniques appear to be among the most helpful therapies for recovery and everyday comfort. So I actually bought some, this is a little intimate, but I bought some compression underwear for when I play tennis. Um, cause I just needed, let's say a little more support and I didn't want to, I didn't want to like buy a jock strap or something that seemed like a little overkill. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this, these are some like tight underwear and it, it, it is helpful, but I do think, um, I'm curious to try cause Gwyneth endorses these, these com- compression fingerless gloves. There's a knee sleeve and there's compression socks. And I'd be very curious to try those and see how they help. Um, they help the recovery process. I feel like I need the knee sleeve because I have a bar class injury, mm. <laughs> um, a knee injury. Like my knee has been fucked up for years from like, oh, just like, I don't know, like doing bar too much with bad form, I guess. And it's like, I can't, I like always need to like have the teacher come over and like, give me a modification or like set, like there's always something I can't do in a workout class. Yeah. 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 I think, I, and I notice, especially some of the guys, uh, I play with that are a little older They're, I mean, they're basically wrapped like mummies with compression gear. So I feel like this mm-hmm. is all of our futures. We just need to get, get used to it now. Yeah. I mean, I'm ready. Yeah. They I'm also talk about electrical stimulation in this article and there are these like weird like nodes that you can hook up to your iphone and then i guess hook up to your body that give you like electrical shocks (laughs) and that seems pretty cool it's called the therabody power dot 2.0 it's 349 dollars small price to pay for comfort ryan and then there's like these infrared heating pads yeah those are the low rocks now she she had like a a foam roller and then she had a foam ball and now good old low rocks has a infinity roller which looks like two balls connected to a roller i don't know um i mean it's just like a new design for the for the foam roller yeah 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 i mean the foam roller is good i mean like the my like i don't have like a trainer but like when i signed up at equinox they give you like a free trainer oh yeah like and he told me to do the um foam roller every day yeah, I should do that more often. I have. Yeah. And then they they end the article with some good old Zionist Israeli foot cream. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's the labels in Hebrew, so I assume. Oh, wait, what is it? It's wait. called Levito Thera Intensive Foot Cream. And then there's some devilish Hebrew language underneath. Is there like a, is it like a Dead Sea thing? I guess it says Achillea, Myrtle, and Tea Tree. Yeah, I guess it's like some sort of desert. I got, I just got like a weird, like Israeli, like, um, moisturizer or something, uh, in when I used to have like an Ipsy bag and I still have it, but I've never used it. Mm. And I've just always been like, this is weird. I do love my old standbys, the, uh, L'Occitane en Provence foot cream. Oh, really? Which I'm sure is need a separate cream for your foot. Yeah. Cause it's really, it's really tingly and it's really thick. It's like too thick to put on the rest of your body. It's really huh. rich. I, I like it. Interesting. 
but uh yeah that's my best just to you know stop the inevitable process of aging and aches and pains but i do the other thing i've been forcing myself to do like a more high intensity yoga the morning after i play tennis even though i don't want to because i'm always like sore and tired but um i do feel like really stretching that next morning is is helpful long term that's a good routine yeah yeah so i did i mean not like really high intensity but just like i do like a 20 minute you know yoga joy or something from adrian that's like a, a vinyasa you love that adrian i do she's like a sister to me do you still do her videos every day uh not i do i do them like four or five days a week but i have been really going back to that uh lower back pain yoga a lot because yeah. i've been having a lot of lower back pain so and that one's let's just say it's pretty low intensity it's not you're not burning too many calories with that one yeah it's, it's basically just, just so... like rolling around on the floor yeah I just feel like I get I don't know I just like I can't I hate standing in front of my tv and like doing working out onto the tv I like have to be in a class or like be on the we have a bike that I like yeah. but like I I can't like I just feel I don't know. I just can't do it. I, I do it in the office. I use the laptop, my laptop. Um, sometimes if it's like a new routine that I haven't done very often, I'll just pay attention to it. But if it's one that I've done a million times, I'll just turn off the sound and then like listen to a podcast when I do it, which I know is not like in the spirit of yoga, but. Oh, so you don't even like need to like, you could just do it by yourself. Well, yeah, I need a little, uh, I'll glance up every once in a while to see if I'm if I'm in the right right track, but yeah, Yeah. the ones that I've done a lot, I can, I can just sort of, um, you know, listen to fucking whatever slate political gap fest. Maybe I'll just do one every day until I memorize it and then just like do it. Yeah, I do. I mean, if you're, if you want something quick and easy, that's like pretty good little stretch that 20 minute yoga joy one is really good. Um, I have, I can actually show you the, my, my list of favorites from Adrian, if you want. Okay. Um, all right. Okay. What was your worst? Oh, so on TikTok, there's like this sound going around. So like on TikTok, there is, oh God. All right. Two things. You know that there's like the sounds on TikTok, right? Where like they'll save something they say as like a sound. And then the people who use TikTok will like lip sync to that sound over and over again. Like, and that becomes like a format that like all these TikTok videos will be. Uh, okay. So like there's, um, so like, I don't know, I guess it's kind of hard to explain, but probably like if you have been on TikTok, you'll like know what I'm talking about. But like, um, there's this one going around where some guy says, um, something about like my enemies, like I don't have any enemies except for you, Gwyneth Paltrow, you know what you did. And like the format. So like the way that people use things like that on TikTok is like, they'll take that sound, they'll like lip sync themselves using, speaking over it. But then instead of showing a picture of Gwyneth Paltrow, they'll show a picture of like whoever they are making a point about. So that's, so like the Gwyneth Paltrow per character will be filled in by like someone else. I see. But obviously 
the Gwyneth Paltrow thing caught on for a reason. And there's this, there's this person named Abby Sharp, who's a dietitian on um, TikTok, who I'm obsessed with. And she does a lot of like reviews of what people eat. And she uh, did that exact sound, but she didn't change the picture. She made the picture actually be Gwyneth Paltrow. Wow. And then she did a review of an interview that Gwyneth did where she talked about what she eats in a day, which I think was probably several years old. And it wasn't good. She doesn't like what, how could you have any issue with what Gwyneth Paltrow eats every day? She has the greatest diet ever. It was good too. It wasn't bad. She like wakes up, she does goop glow, obviously. And then she doesn't eat until late in the day with, which Abby had an issue with. And then she has like a smoothie. She'd get a smoothie from Erewhon mm-hmm. and then she'll have like a salad with protein for lunch, or she'll have like whatever they're cooking um, at goop, like whatever, like if they're experimenting with something And then she'll have just like a small handful of nuts and some green tea as a snack. And then for dinner, she like makes a big family style dinner and she has it with her like kids and um, Brad, which to me sounds like a pretty fucking What did Abby take issue with? The salad was too low carb. The smoothie wasn't enough and it happened too late in the day. She didn't have enough nutrients like when she first woke up. And I don't know. I guess that was it. Interesting. We'll have to check this lady out. She sounds like a real piece of work. Someone maybe in the vein of a Jen Gunter that we can continue to talk She's about. She's like the kid. Well, Jen Gunter's Canadian. Oh, this woman's Canadian too? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I think these Canadian people, maybe because like up there, you need like a bigger layer of blubber over you. So you just sort of have to eat more carbs. I don't know. I mean, like she's really, she doesn't look like she... Um, is overdoing it on the carbs i must say i feel like when these women are like super fit i always take like extra offense to what they're saying Yeah, totally. but um there was also another there was like a positive uh gwyneth tiktok wait i'm trying to find it there was a goop tiktok where there's another trend where it's like show your mom and then show her snack drawer okay Oh, I did see that one a little bit. It was people making fun of their like boomer and Gen X moms. Well, they're not all making fun. Sometimes it's like really good. Sometimes it's like too, usually it's like too restrictive and they're like, like healthy snacks and they're like depressed about it. But there is one with Gwyneth Paltrow, not made by Apple. Unfortunately, it's called show your boss and then show the snack drawer. And then it shows like all the snacks that they have in the goop snack cabinet yeah what do they have all right i'll tell you it's there's a lot okay royal hawaiian uh sea salt macadamias then there's like a few just like jars of like nuts and nut butters i'm like trying to pause this and go through they have julie's uh dates Mm. siete i can't see which kind they're like two different kinds of siete chips there's um like some sort of seed cracker sea snacks Oh, sorry. Three kinds of Siete chips, something called fruit, solely fruit jerky, oh, yeah, and so then scary. just a bag of 
mango flavor, maple, no, sorry, maple flavored sunflower seeds. That sounds good. Something mm. called power curls, which are like protein puffs, archer provisions, turkey jerky, and then a little bottle of Japanese whiskey. Ooh, naughty, naughty. Well, she loves her whiskey, but yeah. she says she does. That is cute. I My snack cabinet right now is Siete Ranch Chips, Lesser Evil Paleo Puffs. I do have raw sunflower seeds, um, chomps, just original beef chomps, and um, the Costco Paleo Bars. Oh, and human um, sea salt crackers, except I think a rat got into them. Oh, but you didn't throw them out? I, no, because I didn't. They look, they tasted good. Well, they're it was so just, expensive. Yeah, they're so expensive. And I don't think, I, there wasn't like droppings in there. It was just like the 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 little silver pouch in the box was tampered, not tampered with, it was just broken. And then the someone had like taped up the top of the box. Something Something happened. Wow. So I probably should have thrown them away. You should have tried to get your money back. I know I could have, but it's like, I already canceled Thrive Market. So then like calling their number, it would just have been like an ordeal. No, you're right. Um, mine is like, I know I have some Siete things in there. I do have a jar of borscht that I've yet to crack open. I have, um, I don't know what's in there. Just like, what snacks do I have in my house? I'm not a big snacker. I have those chips. I have some cans of tuna in there. That's not... I'm just thinking off the top of my head. Like if I opened it right now, what would I see? Oh, you know what? I do have a bunch of like little granolas. I have some of that Ezekiel cereal still. Mm. I have um, a lot of nuts. I do have those Lily's white chocolate chips that I use sometimes, nut butters. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I got a big big jar of nuts though from Costco. What's nuts though? It's like a healthier nut butter. Yeah, it's like... um, I think it's like mostly it's like cashew and almond and then they have all the like flax seeds and sunflower seeds. It's like it's supposed to be like a low poofa nut butter. Um, but is like almond butter too high poofa? I think almond butter is a little too high poofa in and of itself. This one has I don't think almond butter is that bad for you, but I think they're trying to really they're tr- just trying to jam as many omega threes in there as possible and not make it taste disgusting. Mm. So it's like. Um, I think the almond and the cashew give it the right texture. And then they add all the, like the omega three stuff in there too. But like peanut, peanut butter supposedly is, is pretty high poofa. Peanut butter is. And walnut apparently is the highest poofa of all the nuts. Oh, really? I love walnuts. I do too. It sucks. I actually have started making a salad every day. That is so fucking good. I'll just tell you what it is. It's kale. And I make this little dressing. That's so good. It's orange juice, red wine, vinegar, and olive oil. And I like merit, like massage it into the kale. And then I put, I mean, it's not, it's nothing life-changing, a whole green apple, like a sour Mm. apple, some diced chicken, maybe a little avocado. If I'm feeling insane, a little handful of chopped up walnuts, um, Oh my God. And fucking cheddar cheese. Okay. Ooh, yeah. It's so good. I made it twice the last two days in a row. That sounds good. I really do think 
that kale and cheddar and what was the vinegar that you used? Red wine. Red wine vinegar. Yeah, I think that's like a really good combination. Um, there was this New York Times kale salad that I made like a thousand years ago. That was basically that. It was like apple and cheddar and red wine. And they put like an, some other type of like crunchy nut. You could put anything crunchy in it. That just like was so good. And I've just been making this variation of it for years. Yeah. Um, but like last night I put avocado in it, which was, I think just my thing. That's great. And the chicken. Anyway, I, I bought some, the Cabot seriously sharp cheddar, mm. which is, it's, it's good, but it's not sharpened. I want it even more sharp. What is Cabot? Cabot is like a Vermont cheddar brand. It's sort of like the Tillamook of the East coast. It's like the standard cheddar that you would find in a grocery store in like New York. I bought, I think it was either Boar's Head or Tillamook. It was like in a tiny package of like snacking cheddar. So like, it's not like a full block of it. It was like a tiny little bag of it. And like, you just like pull out some cubes and put it on your salad and like, you don't have to get a whole thing. Yeah. Sounds good. I do need to switch to grass-fed cheddar though. I'm like a little, it's like those, that conventional cow milk cheddar seems like pretty high PUFA. So the PUFAs can get into the milk. Uh, yeah, I believe so. No one is safe from the poof. Yeah. Or I don't know if it's technically PUFAs because it's like saturated fat, but it's like, I think it's like the omega, the lineolic acid or whatever, the stuff that like causes the inflammation gets into the milk if, if the cows have a bad diet. Um, but at the fucking, I need to just bite the bullet and always shop at the Glendale Whole Foods that's bigger because the Silver Lake Whole Foods like they only, they didn't have any grass food grass milk cheddar because it's at Whole Foods at like the Silver Lake one at the little janky oh that's a shitty Whole it's like the 7-Eleven of Whole Foods yeah come on out to Sherman Oaks yeah I could that's quite we'll a drive I think the Glendale you. one or even the I mean the or I could just bite the bullet and go to Erewhon I'm sure they would have it but it would be like five Don't million dollars it's so sorry. Air one is just, it's so expensive. It's I ridiculous. It's stupid. insane. Okay. Right. So my worst dun da, da, da. Of course we have the return of Dr. Will Cole. I know. And I kind of, I've been, I've been paid. I mean, I'll never go back to Will Cole after our fight. Um, but I must say I've been paying a little more attention every now and then like whenever something like catches my eye and I'm like oh that's interesting it's always like endorsed by Dr. Local I I I am sort of yeah the same I'm like sort of sliding over on into his way of thinking a little bit but he's our enemy forever and I I do think he's crazy and he like invents diseases that aren't really diseases and he's always inventing like a new diet that like you have to do because like he's always trying to like sell a program or something and I really don't like how Gwyneth has gone whole hog into onto him and like now at the expense of all the other crazy doctors because there's so many other crazy doctors to choose from and yet she's gone full force into will i think this was like another post elise thing where gwyneth is just enamored with will and so it's like he is like now sort of the unofficial head doctor of goop yeah i think that like she's i feel like how like with these celebrities there's like always someone who's like whispering in their ear and like I feel like Will took the crown from Elise and now it's he's the new Elise he's the Pegan Rasputin 
He is. And I do have to say, even though if I see him on TikTok and I see him moving his little mouth, he's not attractive. <laughs> but that headshot is sort of hot to me. I will not comment on it. I don't know. There's something about him. I think it's like the meth teeth. He has like a little sort of a working class vibe. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to say anything. If I learned anything from this week, it's like we don't comment on him. On appearances. Yeah. Okay. So his new thing this week is about histamine intolerance yeah. and mast cell activation syndrome, which please don't read it. You shouldn't care about it. It's just stressful. But apparently, I mean, we all know about like autoimmune diseases and like your immune response will happen when you actually have something that you're not allergic to and that can cause issues, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so this has to do with your white blood cells. They help you fight infection. Histamines are one type of mediator released. In a healthy individual, these mediators help protect and heal your body. Mast cell activation syndrome, on the other hand, is when histamines are in hyperdrive. This excess release of histamines can be triggered by food, stress, trauma, medications, and even exercise. So, so is, what are they? What are they? So because I opened it because I have really bad allergies and I was like, oh, I also sort of insanely believe that if I like do a whole 30, I won't have seasonal allergies anymore. That doesn't seem to make any sense. Well, that's what they is claim, just something. Right? What? Isn't that sort of what they claim? Is that like sort? Well, they say allergies, but I'm always like, they must be talking about like food allergies, food allergies or something yes. and not because they say that you have some like weird, like hidden food allergy that you weren't aware of before you did this like elimination. No, I think for seasonal allergies, all the natural people who don't want you to take antihistamines, they just say you should eat lots of local raw honey and then that will acclimate you to the local um, like flora. I just don't know how much more acclimated I could be to the local flora in Los Angeles. Like I lived here my whole life almost. Like I, I don't know. I think you got to eat some local buckwheat honey. I mean, that sounds easy, but I'll do it if it'll help. Anyway. So yeah, this thing. Okay. So this, this, uh, histamine intolerance can cause brain fog, digestive problems, skin problems, hormone imbalances, cardiovascular problems, migraines, nausea, and vomiting. So the things that you're supposed to do, one, get to the root of the problem. Um, so this could be caused by leaky gut, gluten intolerance, uh, vitamin D deficiency, um, too many NSAIDs and pain medications, um, gene variants, mold exposure. We have to throw that one in again. Yeah. And chronic stress. Mm. I think I have chronic stress. Yeah. What are you stressed about? I think I have like weird, like PTSD and I'm like trauma. constantly like reliving trauma in like an unhealthy way. Mm. Huh? I mean, that seems like a job for a therapist rather than a change of diet. I know, but like, <laughs> I mean, the diets at this point are as expensive as a therapist. Yeah, so <laughs> So Will, of course, being Will, has a whole list of things that you're not supposed to eat anymore if you have this histamine intolerance or whatever. Alcohol, duh. Obviously. Bone broth is on the no-no list now. Shocking. Wow. Canned Who would have thought? Sorry, what was that? Canned food, just in general, I guess. Why? I have no idea. Cheese, chocolate, eggplant. So I guess that just means nightshades. 
fermented foods. So you're not supposed to have kefir, kimchi, yogurt, or sauerkraut. This is crazy. Legumes, mushrooms, nuts, processed foods, shellfish, smoked meat, spinach, vinegar, plus avocados, bananas, citrus fruit, kiwi, papaya, pineapple, plums, tomatoes. Okay, well, I'm not doing it. Definitely no alcohol, energy drinks, or teas. Tea? Yep, no tea. I think no caffeine. I think caffeine can cause issues. But he didn't say coffee, did he? he? Yeah, that's interesting. He didn't say coffee. He did not say coffee. Hmm. But what you're supposed to have that are low histamine containing foods, coconut milk, egg yolks, fresh organic meat, fresh vegetables, except for eggplants, tomatoes, and spinach, fresh wild caught fish, gluten-free grains like rice or corn, herbal teas, non-citrus fruits, and rice milk. Just when we thought rice milk had shuffled off this mortal coil. I know. Rice milk is like the alternative milk of, that is our grandparents' alternative milk. Yeah, the back shelf, literally no one has rice milk anymore. No No one's talked about rice milk for a generation. And Will Cole, this is his genius, is being like, you know what? It's going to be rice milk, baby. <laughs> he's, not a du- he's not a stupid man. So yeah, now when I go to the health food store and see that sad little rice milk carton in the corner, I'm just going to see Will Cole's smiling, methy face staring at me, urging me to take the plunge and buy it. Yeah. See, I would love to eat something to me. My allergies are really bad. My eyes get so burning and fucked up. Like I, they're like watering and like, I have to just close my eyes and I'm always scared. Like, Oh God, I hope this doesn't happen when I'm driving. Wow. And you still take like a Zyrtec or whatever. I take a Zyrtec. I take eye drops. I don't know. That does sound like something caused by leaky gut, perhaps. Doesn't it? I mean, it's not like if you're already taking antihistamines and you still have the allergies. Well, I don't take that. Like I'm supposed to take them every day, like whether or not I have any symptoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't. Yeah, you have, yeah with Zyrtec, it's like a cumulative thing. It's not like, um, I think it's different than like an Allegra or Claritin. Zyrtec, you're just supposed to take every day. Yeah. So I don't. So that's probably why it's. Oh yeah. You should just take it every day. Cause I think it might take a while, but it'll try that. All right. I'm going to, cause now that we're going into spring, I'm assuming they're going to come roaring back worse than ever. So the, a lot of the same like paleo seed oil people are that are against like statins. Cause I think statins are like poisoning people are also against antihistamines. Yeah. I think you mentioned that, or maybe I saw it when I like moseyed on over i think it's just any sort of big pharma solution that they don't they don't like um yeah i i mean look i understand where they're coming from i think antihistamines i mean i take them like over the counter ones when i'm having an allergy attack and i do think that they help but I can understand, like, I, I mean, ultimately you want to like get rid of the root cause. And if you can figure yeah. out that it's like being caused by your diet or something, like you're eating something that's actually not good for you, then like, of course you'd want to like know that. 
No, for sure. So you could stop. Maybe it is the seed. Maybe if I stopped eating seed oils, I wouldn't have out. Do you think that would happen? It could. I mean, when I, I mean, I guess I mostly had indoor allergies from the cats, but I took Zyrtec every day for like a year. And then I just sort of stopped taking it and I was cured. So I don't know if it's, yeah, I don't know. But you probably, I mean, how, cause how long do you have to be off seed oils to be like cleansed of the seed oils in your system? They say like six months. Yeah. And you haven't been on this journey for that long. No, like a month at most. So it wouldn't probably have affected you yet. Right. Yeah. I don't think so. I think we'll see in six months if I have just a ripped Chad body. Are you going absolute zero? No. Cause I'm not gonna be insane. If I'm like out eating a re- like eating at a restaurant, you know what I mean? I'm going to yeah. try to make healthy choices and try to, you know, cut down fried foods as much as possible. Like, well, we had that, you know, the, we had those great fried fish sandwiches at that wine tasting last week. Yeah. So it's like, you know, every once in a while, but I think just when I cook it, when I cook at home, like during the week, absolute zero. And then on the weekends, if I'm going out to eat or whatever, you know, I'll try to be as healthy as possible, but I'm not going to make myself crazy. Is John anti-poof? I mean, I know he's not, but like, is he okay with going along with all this? It, yeah. Cause it doesn't really make much of a difference uh, mm-hmm. as far as eating at home. Like the only thing, I mean, you know, snacks I changed. So I went from, you know, regular tortilla chips or whatever to Siete. So things like that. But then as then it's like, okay, I'm using avocado oil. I'm using primal kitchen mayonnaise. So it's like things, good substitutes. So you don't even really notice a difference necessarily when it's like minor changes. And then like the stuff that the stuff that really sucks is like Indian restaurants and Thai restaurants and Mexican restaurants Yeah, are all like, like, I wish that there was one sort of like primal Indian only ghee type restaurant that I could order from, Mm -hmm. but it's just sort of like, well, I'll try to, you know, cook Indian food when I crave it. And then Thai food is pretty complicated to cook so it's just like I guess I'll try not to have too much like fried stuff when I got to Thai yeah I mean I feel like Thai and Mexican are like definitely like my two biggest like eat out yeah meals but whatever um okay so, um, should... all right. So what was your craziest? <laughs> so like I get these targeted ads on Instagram for like, um, it's, it relates to Kate Hudson's smoothie thing. I get these targeted ads on Instagram for these like really deranged smoothies. I'm sure you get them too. They're not ads. They're like, um, it's like always on my for you page and it'll just be like some like white background with like, and it'll be like, make smoothie of half banana mango eat 20 days in a row to lose 21 pounds or whatever. I get these like constantly. Do you not get those? No. Okay. Well I do. And I've always been like, okay, like this is like the creepy, this is like some weird thing. I never really think about it. I just sort of see them on the for you page, but I don't know what got into me last night. And I moseyed the fuck on over to one of these pages. And I found out that this Instagram account, which I'm not sure if I'm seeing like, um, 
like ads from like a lot of different accounts that look like this, or if it's really just one, but, um, I realized that like, this was based on like this book, um, that this guy wrote, uh, that's called like this. I don't know. It's it's called like the green smoothie diet or something like Mm -hmm. that. Obviously there are a lot of these and I was like, I'm not going to pay for this, but I do for some reason, because I have a subscription to everything, have a subscription to Kindle Unlimited, (laughs) which I never use. How much money are you spending every month on this stuff? Like so much. I don't know. I just hemorrhage money. You need to cancel all of these things right away for your financial. Well, I I will say this. I don't actually pay the Rihanna or the other one because I skip every single month. So I don't actually pay those. And then the Thrive Market is like annual. So, okay. But I'll tell you what, I will make, a, I'll set a reminder and I'll make sure to cancel Thrive Market when my, before my next billing cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kindle Unlimited if you're not using it for sure. I know. But then I started looking and I was like, I should start using this. So maybe I do because I then like got on Kindle Unlimited. I just was like the green smoothie cleanse or whatever, 10 day smoothie cleanse. I downloaded all of these ripoff books of the original and I was like, there are so many like 10 day green smoothie diets that I didn't even know that was a thing. Like I knew juice cleanses were a thing, but I don't know. I'm kind of in the mood to do a fucking 10 day smoothie diet. Oh, that sounds horrible to just have green smoothies for every meal every day. It sounds so cleansing and refreshing. I don't know. I think you're punishing yourself. I, I don't know, but what did I do? Nothing. No. Well, I mean, you could like, why not just like have a green smoothie for breakfast every morning? I could. (laughs) But I'm sure this is more fun to go whole hog. I mean, I could, but some of these smoothies are so disgusting sounding and some of them actually sound pretty good. I don't know. Maybe it's a bad idea. Maybe it's like really dangerous and you should never do it. And you have to like buy, these are like a, a, meal subscription thing where the the smoothies are coming to your door or are you just making them? No, these are, so there is, so this was kind of inspired by something I'm going to get to later in my thing. I would try, (laughs) um, but I, I can't actually do it. Okay. So yeah. So, oh, the, the original book is called, but no, these are just like recipe books for smoothies. And they're just like some deranged copy of some madman who's like, the smoothie diet is the most healthy diet. And it's just like, you know, when you read some like really low rent diet yeah, literature yeah, yeah. and it's just like someone, it's like someone just like copied and pasted it or like used Google translate or something. Like, it just sounds so weird. It's all based on this book called J, this guy named JJ Smith, who wrote some book called the 10 day green smoothie cleanse. And it seems very nineties. And then now there are all these ripoffs of it. Sure. But there are over 1 million copies sold anyway. Oh, JJ Smith is a woman. Forgive oh, me. Wow. Oh, forgive me. I just That's... assumed that this was a man. I do want to check out this book out. If it only, over a million copies sold and I'm not aware of it. 
If you successfully complete the 10 day green smoothie cleanse, you will lose 10 to 15 pounds in 10 days. I don't think you probably will, to be honest, but whatever. Well, if Get you're rid only of drinking green fat. smoothies, you probably will. 10 to 15 pounds is a lot. I mean, I've done some like serious cleanses and I've never lost that much. Mm-hmm. Drop pounds in inches and fast without grueling workouts. Learn- that is one problem. I feel like when you're doing like cleanses like this, it's like really hard to have the energy to work out. Oh, for sure. Um, learn to have a healthier lifestyle of detoxing and healthy eating naturally crave healthy foods. So you never have to diet again. This podcast is so toxic, honestly. Like why did people, I feel like people are going to be like, I can't listen anymore to them talk about these diets. Anyway, just so everyone knows, yeah, we all have a sense of humor about this and we're just interested in the subject. We're We're just interested in it. We're not telling you to do anything because God knows and also like literally last weekend, Brian and I sat down and ate like these giant fried fish sandwiches with like oh. mayonnaise, QP mayonnaise and fucking American cheese on them. And they were fucking good. And then later that day we went and ordered from Dune. So it's not like we're like not eating. No. Oh my God. No. I mean, if you're ever in the LA area and you have a chance to have a fish sandwich from Little Fish, it is delightful. We really hit it out of the park. I also recommend if you're in the LA area to go to Dune. Oh my God. Yes. A classic mediterranean restaurant with fresh ingredients bright herbs and they'll deliver right to my house which is amazing that's something i can i can get goop kitchen but i don't think i can get dune i'm surprised dune hasn't expanded to the valley it seems like it seems like a well there's a lot of mediterranean but dune is like because it's like very it's like putting themselves in opposition to like the old school armenian places Mm. it's very like jet let's we're gentrified we're like hot you know we're not it's a little more like it's like it's like refined fast casual it's like fast casual for people who think that they don't want to go to chipotle because they're too yeah exactly um anyway so i'll get to i'm gonna expand on this concept later on when we get to my next thing and i promise it will circle back in a way to goop so it's not sure, totally sure. off the rails no no no. this is all related mm-hmm. um my crazy okay so this might be old i don't know goop linked to like this jennifer freed column on their instagram okay that was she's going through it what do you mean well okay so this article is called what your astrological sign says about your character okay and she has this sort of like now this this new voice of like it's just like apocalyptic, like end days style that she's talking about. It's very strange. She says, all right, we're back. Sorry, I had a a really um, urgent tax issue that I had to take care of. You sound really important. Yeah, transferring, transferring lots of funds to the Cayman Islands as we speak. Of course. Well, I don't remember what we were talking about, we were, though. Let's see. We were at... Oh, I was talking... Okay, let me just... I'll start over. We were talking about the Jennifer Freed... Um, apocalyptic screed that she went on. Yeah. And you were saying that you think that she's like unwell. It's good. She's following the Marianne Williamson thing of being like a mystical, you know, alternative healing new age person. And now I, I can see Jennifer getting a little bit more political. Great. (laughs) So which is what we all need. Everybody in the world needs to be more political more poli- than yeah, we were before. Yeah. Very healing. Uh, she says, well, it's an essay called Why Character is Our Destiny. We are in the thick of the most stressful moment in modern history. We find ourselves under quadruple threat, a pandemic, 
a profound confrontation with racism, an accelerating set of natural disasters linked to climate change, and an economic storm. This set of challenges is reflected in the planets and stars. Astrologically speaking, uh, we're posed, our, the, the next few months are posed to be the most demanding in our lifetime. Um, and then she goes on to obviously equate these with our astrological signs and each of our sun signs gives us an insight into our character. Uh, Did yours, mine is just basically what they've always said sort of about being an Aquarius, which is visionary for the highest good of humanity. Like the thing about Aquarius is like, you're always supposed to be kind of like aloof and like dreamy. And like, you have these like sort of high ambitions, but they're all kind of like, un, like unrealizable, like you think outside the box, but you might just be like an annoying bitch <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. None of these seem very like practical or actionable. Like, I don't know what to do with it. Capricorn, it just says stellar integrity and contributions that last lifetimes. But like, isn't the cat, like that also kind of fit, like, isn't the Capricorn supposed to be kind of like more like rigid and like sort of type A and like a little like emotionally closed off? Yeah. Like, like very like big picture, ambitious. Um, like you're concerned with your legacy and stuff, which I really don't think I am, obviously. Well, your podcast is your legacy. <laughs> yeah, this what I guess is my legacy. So I guess, yeah, I guess Coop Yourself will last lifetimes. Well, this is my my child. <laughs> I have this so, and a dog. Yeah. So I, yeah, I don't know what to do with these. I just like, I guess I added this to my list because I just liked that her tone has gotten really like end times, like, you know, person yeah. on the street corner holding a sign about the apocalypse. Yeah. Which I think is appropriate for um, the current era in which we live. Yeah. I mean, the problem with this stuff is that like, it doesn't really work for me because um, I don't know my, like anything about my time of birth. Like it's there. My parents are constantly going back and forth. They're like, Oh, it was in the morning. It was at night. They have no idea. How does your mom not remember when you, when she gave birth to you? That's crazy. to me. She's, I don't know. She like, doesn't know. Wow. So like, she's like, I think it was at night. Like she remembers going to the hospital, but she like, doesn't remember like what time it was when she like finally gave birth and they don't have they don't have birth times on your birth certificate um I guess not I don't right? think so yeah I guess not so I don't really know what time I was born like I think it was in the morning wow that would be psychically debilitating if you didn't know <laughs> how would you even proceed with your life well it's like I can't I can only do so much in terms yeah. of these things because like I keep asking her and she changes her story every fucking time I wonder if they're, yeah, you'd have to like track down like the nurse and see oh, what their what, schedule was that day. I know. Also, there was no nurse, so I don't know. It was a midwife. Oh, it was a midwife. Yeah. But you were born in the hospital. They just had a midwife? I was born in a hospital with a midwife, yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, with, my mom always tells me, I mean, I'm just going by her, but she says I was born at 2.12 in the morning. Well, that's... I mean, that's a time. That is a time. <laughs> that's something you can hang your hat on. Yeah. That's not like 
I asked my mom and she's like, well, I was watching Barbara Walters <laughs> and like, and then like, she's like counting backwards from like, <laughs> or I don't remember what it was like, whatever, like, or David Letterman. I think she was watching Letterman. So she's like counting back from that. I'm like, I don't, okay. this isn't, I can't. I guess so yeah, she, on. I mean, so they, David Letterman was on from like 1130 to 1230 at night. So that's when well, her water broke during Letterman. Okay. And then does she, and, but she doesn't remember how many hours she was in labor. I think it was all night. Cause I, cause I, if it was, if it was that late, then it must, that must've been the day before I was actually born. Cause yeah. I wasn't born within like half an hour. So I'm guessing it was sometime in the morning. So yeah, which, you were, and, yeah, you were probably born unless you had an unusually large, long labor, you were probably born what at like eight or nine in the morning. I think it was something like that. I think she says like seven 30 maybe. Okay. But that you need to know like the exact time. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't think it would make that much of a difference if it was like 730 versus 830. I mean, there might be a tiny some tiny differences, but like your the sky is basically the same, pretty much the same. Is it? In an hour? Yeah. Okay. So all right, I'm going to look, I'm going to try to figure it out right now then, <laughs> based on what I think. But then, you know, you feel so stupid because it's like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. And then what if I'm wrong? And what if I'm like making these decisions <sighs> based on things that aren't even true? I mean, I guess you'll just have to live with it. Um. All right. While well, you look that up. Oh, yeah. you, I already did my try was uh, the Kate Hudson smoothies. All right. So I'm going to have to look mine up as I have this conversation, which sure. is going to be so fucking hard. I'm probably going to end up saying the wrong word, but here we go. Yeah. They asked the, your exact time of birth, the minute and the hour, the, like the minute. Well, I'm going to generalize, see what happens anyway. So another targeted ad on Instagram that I got was for this, another cleanse that I was immediately intrigued by, um, because like they were all like, so beautiful. It's like, there were all these like belt, like huge, um, uh, jars and they were filled with these like pretty colored like they looked like nut milks or something and so I was like what's this so there was this and then once I opened it and started looking they immediately became like completely disgusting to me and I mean disgusting <laughs> like this um these smoothies looked like I could just taste them and just imagine the like goopy like wet like savory, like fucking funky ass flavors of oh. these things. Um, but I can't say that I'm not intrigued. So the company is called Owl Venice and I'm typing it in as I talk about it so that I can talk about it in more detail. Sure. Okay. And it's fully endorsed by none other than our number one front of me, Dr. Will Cole, functional medicine practitioner, Dr. Will Cole. And they offer a four, six, or eight day reset. The four day reset is $280. That's a lot of money. 
yeah. for like a cleanse. And it's That's just a bunch more of than nut milks. Prolon. And you get, they're like kind of like shady about everything that you get, but you basically, you get like, um, let's see, you get these like jars of juice and it's like half juice, half bone broth. So I guess maybe it's like a little bit Ooh. better. Not like, not like in one, like sometimes you have juice and sometimes you have a bone broth. They're not like okay. mixed together. Um, so you get a vegan elixir, a magic matcha, a chicken elixir, which sounds disgusting. It has a golden buttery, buttery flavor with cilantro and lavender. And it's their number one seller. You get a golden ginger with slippery elm and cardamom. You get a beef broth elixir and a bold beet juice. And like, that's what you eat for three days. I just, I mean, I obviously can't really do it, but like every time I discover a new cleanse or like a new thing that you can buy, I get like really intrigued and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to try it. And if someone gave it to me for free, I would try it, especially if Dr. Will Cole is endorsing it, even though, you know, we have our issues. But Yeah, but maybe but he was right all along. I think he was right about himself. He was right to bet on himself. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> because he never had imposter is, syndrome. I'll give him that. Well, if he does, I don't know about it. That's true. What is this cleanse called? This is called Owl Venice. Owl Venice. I guess it's in Venice. In, oh, okay. So you could maybe it's just called Owl and it's in Venice. And the the thing is just called the Owl Reset. There are just so many of these things. Okay. And also, sorry, a quick side note. I just found out my rising sign. Oh, what is it? It's also Aquarius. Oh, you're double Aquarius. What's what is what's your moon sign? How do I find out my moon sign? I I mean, if you just plug in all your info, it should all of them should come up. Yeah. It only, that one thing only told me my rising sign. Totally. Hang on, I have to find another one. Now I have to do a whole other one. Because you could one. be triple Aquarius. Because I'm, let's see, I'm Capricorn, Sun, Aquarius, Moon, Scorpio, Rising. Okay, wait. Moon, Sign, Calculator? I don't know. Um. Okay, so that was my... So do you need to know the time of, you need the same thing, huh? I, I believe so, yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, right. I don't know why. I was just like, I feel like, um, is there something to a combination of like bone broth and juicing? Who knows? Who cares? I think they just love anything liquid and bone broth. You got your your collagen and your protein and your fat and then juicing you get the rest of your nutrients maybe it's great maybe it's for the best i mean i guess it covers all your bases it's like yeah it's like it's all you need but if you have your inflamed histamine response or whatever but then yeah will cole also says you can't have bone broth that's only if you're experiencing the symptoms which i guess you are i guess i am interesting oh lord what are you gonna do I don't know. All right, let's finish this. My okay. brain is fried. Okay. What's um what would you buy? Oh, sorry. My moon sign is Virgo. Oh, interesting. Um okay, I would buy so there was this other okay, so I would buy 
the Ilya foundation, which I know I say every single fucking episode, but the fact of the matter is I need to start wearing natural makeup. I, and I, I also think I need to start wearing natural mascara, even though I'm sure it's really shitty. I just think it's probably better for something that you're putting that close to your eye. I feel like making a big switch to like natural cosmetics is like my next thing. And I'm going to have to really start getting serious about it. Cause like, it's too much like toxins to be putting all over my face and in my eyes and stuff all day. You know what I mean? In my pores. Yeah. I mean, I try to just not wear any makeup as much as possible, but like I sometimes I'm too self-conscious to do that for. Yeah. But you don't wear a ton of makeup and you don't wear makeup every day. So I don't think it's. Yeah. I'm not a makeup. I'm not a makeup fanatic, but I definitely wear like a tinted moisturizer and mascara every day. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, my fucking products, I have these Neutrogena moisturizers and stuff. Those are probably toxic too. Well, you don't wear makeup. I don't wear makeup. Oh, I did. I did get that, um, that, what was it called? That body wash, um, bathing culture body wash. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's really good. If anyone, I think you should, everyone should go get it. It's really good. Okay. Yeah. And it's like in a cool bottle too. It's in a cool bottle. I got free overnight shipping because it's like a, I guess, because it's maybe an, it's an LA brand. So they literally just have like a delivery service. So that might just be for local people. Um, but it, it was way cheaper through them than it was on the Goop website. Oh. So I got like a giant bottle for 30 bucks. It's a great lather. It's a good scent. It's not super strong, but you can definitely smell it. It's a lot of like um, woodsy and pine a little sort of a little citrus but it's more sort of like those cool scents um pretty unisex i i really like it okay sounds good maybe i will when my um what do i have when that asop runs out yeah, yeah, yeah. um maybe i'll switch over to that and then the thing i would buy this is actually pretty exciting news i don't think that i will because i can't afford it but um Bittner's daughter just came out with a giant bottle for $325. Okay. I did think it was going to be four, four or something. So that's yeah, a little I mean, better, I guess. And when I say giant, I think it's 50 milliliters. So it's still like tiny. So like how, how much bigger is that than like the standard size? I think it's twice as much. So it's a better deal because the original one is 225. And I think it's 25 milliliters and this one is 325 and it's so you get so for a hundred dollars you get. Yeah. yeah. And that will last. I think if you're pretty judicious, which with how much you use it, that could this could last you like a year. Okay. I mean, and that's a little sound yeah, investment. 325 for a year's worth of Bentner's daughter. It's not bad. But I am an idiot, so <laughs> that's I don't know. That's like six dollars a day. Eh, could be worse. Jesus Christ. I mean, I spend so much money. I, I, you have inspired me. I am going to go and unsubscribe from all these fucking things that I subscribe to that I don't use. I do have to say that is one of my great skills in life is being able to cancel things before I run out with their, the free before the like, yeah, like free month or whatever runs out. Like today, I just got a notification for myself that I need to cancel my movie subscription. You're, you had a subscription to that. Yeah. Cause it was $1 for three months. And I thought, oh, I'll watch all these movies. I literally watched one movie on it. So I know, I know that I don't need it because I barely watched it. So 
Okay. Was it any good? Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of like, like Criterion has mostly sort of like older indie movies and foreign movies and classic Hollywood. Mubi is like new contemporary indie, foreign, and like shorts. It's for like real film nerds, like even more than me. Like I, it was, oh. I watched a, like a Hong Sang Soo movie that I really liked. And then after that, I was, most of these you can just get, you can like rent them on iTunes or something if you want to watch them. It's not, there's not that many. There's a few things that are like exclusive to movie, but it's not enough to make it worth it. Yeah, that I get that. It's like, uh, yeah, you like, um, it's, you can sort of find anything you want. Pretty much. Yeah. Like yeah. sometimes they'll have something that's like a movie exclusive, uh, that's only on their site for a few months. So that it is sort of nice if, you know, there's like a, you know, a can winner or a Berlin winner that you're like, oh, I need to see this. It might only be on movie, but yeah, I'll live. I'm not going to spend another $10 a month on another fucking streaming service. It's too much. It's out of control. So, well, guys, this was a real journey. Yeah, this was a really long one. And we stopped for sound I'm... issues. We stopped for tax issues. Yeah, we stopped for eating issues. That's true, true. Guys, just don't listen to us. Don't develop an eating disorder. If people start feeling like that's what is happening on this podcast, I'll stop doing it. Like, I don't want to like make people no, feel and you're, like you're not. Yeah. We're, okay. We're all having fun here. Cause we're just kind of joking around. Like this is like our hobby. Mm-hmm. Like dieting is, and even <laughs> not even less than doing the diets, just like reading about them is just like something I'm obsessed yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I don't know why it's just like, we just are interested in it. And I think we both do live like pretty balanced, normal lifestyles. I think so. Yeah. Um, it's just like other people, like, I don't know, toy trains or something. And we're like, well, what is the latest like deranged health claim made by some guy on the internet? And like, maybe I'll give it a shot, which is like what goop is all about. And it's more interesting than toy trains. I'll say that to me, it is. Mm -hmm. What if we just pivoted to talking about toy trains? We're if we just- were like, okay, it's come to our attention that like our conversations are giving people um, like orthorexia. So like, this is a train podcast now. We've both self-diagnosed as on the spectrum neurodivergent and we will be we, I mean, something's going on because this is not normal to have these like long conversations about this. That's fair. Oh, are we on the spectrum? Who's to say? Who's, well, you can self-diagnose, you know. I know. I'm. I really don't think I'm autistic. Sometimes I think I am. I actually occasionally I do think I am. Like when I'm like, oh, I have to watch every movie nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, or like when I'm like when I get really mad when people aren't like really specific about what they mean. When I think people's language is in any way vague, I get really irritated. Oh, interesting. I feel like that's kind of spectrumy. Oh, can you say that? You know what? This is two hours into this podcast. We can say whatever the fuck we want because if people don't I like think us, we should lock. We should make this one a fucking Patreon. This is like a dirty little. Podcast. No, it's good. I think it'll. Oh, and I forgot. Oh, I was going to say it earlier. Well, if you got to the end of this, thank you to our new patrons for this week, Lauren, Susanna, and Veronica. Thank you so much. Uh, okay. This is bye. We're ending. Okay. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.